Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to another 17 Strong podcast. I'm your host, Steve Teixeira, along with my beautiful wife, Holly. Hi, babe. Hey, how are you? Good. We're still in Colorado. I know. I'm loving this. This is this is great. I'm um, really excited about this interview. Yes. Yes. One of Ryan's teammates. Yes. And he's been already off camera telling us all kinds of. I know stuff. fun things. <laughs> so, exactly. So you do the please honors. welcome Zach McLeod. Thanks Hi Zach. Welcome. Here. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you hey. guys are just coming off a big weekend. We Huge just weekend. Talked to the coaches. Um, not sure how this is going to air, but. You guys no. just uh, took the series from the number three team in the nation. Yes. And so you actually bumped them to number four now, and you guys yep. went up to number five. Yep. So Something like that. That's really good. That's huge for us. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, down the road, that helps us in the long run as far as the RPI and the standings and all that. So yeah. That's awesome. It's huge. And just for the listeners, Zach is now a, a coach that helps out right. with CMU. Um, So what is your title? What's your title? Graduate assistant. Graduate assistant. And And how are you liking that? I love it. You love Um, it? Like to be in... I've been gone for a little bit dealing with my own health issues and stuff like that, but um, I try to be there as much as I can and help out and do whatever I can. But you love baseball and it's still in your life. Exactly. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I'm around the game and I get to help these young guys and... I know the program. That's right. That's right. I get to help them out. And And you were one of the guys in the program. Uh, Yep. So when Ryan was here, you were the starting shortstop. Yes. And um, you, are you the same age as Ryan? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, He was 96, right? Yeah. He was born 96. Mm -hmm. Graduated high school in 15. Oh, I graduated in 14. So okay. he was one year younger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were like Garrett's age. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were starting shortstop as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For four years. Yep. Um, yeah. You got he drafted, really... didn't you? Yep. Yep. Baltimore Orioles. Awesome. Yep. You played what there for experience. a couple seasons? Uh, two years I was there. Two years. Blew my knee out. Oh. Um, just then I fractured my hand Ugh. and just didn't really go. As I planned it, I sure. guess you'd say. Yeah. Sure, sure, and sure. then I got released um, right before COVID. Right before COVID. What? COVID ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. They, well, they cut all those teams and all that stuff, too. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of knew it was coming just because I, I had been injured and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, um, it is what it is. You and know, it's it, is. A, it was a great experience. You know what uh, I mean? You could... I met so many people that yeah. I never thought I would have met from the Dominican to Puerto Rico, yeah, Cuba, all amazing. over the world, is and I still amazing? keep in contact. You do, with them. you mm-hmm. do. Anybody playing uh, in the bigs today that you played with? Oh yeah, um, Gunnar Henderson. He was drafted with me the same year. Uh, he's in the bigs right now with the Orioles. Nice. Uh, Austin Hayes is a center fielder for them. I lived with him for a couple weeks. Wow. Wow. Um, Adley Rutschman. Uh, he was the number one pick from Oregon State. I played with him. Um, I'm not sure who else, but that's yeah. amazing. It's, it's just it's cool to watch them yeah. do what they do. Sure, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and those are stories you'll be able to tell your kids. Absolutely, exactly, you know? it was then, a good experience. It was, yeah. yeah, it was fun. And that know? a lot of people don't get. You know what I mean? A lot of people exactly. don't get that experience. Seeing your name, you yeah. know, on the TV, it was yeah. pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Okay, let's go back to um, you're in college. And uh, how did you meet Ryan? Tell me about that. So I, you know, obviously Garrett and me, me and Garrett are friends. And I hadn't really, he told me about Ryan, but I didn't really know, obviously, because he wasn't there yet. Yeah. But he said, yeah, like my best friend's coming, you know. Um, And then he finally, you know, once he was done with all the chemo and all that, then he came mm-hmm. and their roommate or he wasn't roommates with them, but they were, he, uh, Ryan was in the dorms. Yep. And so we started hanging out and all that kind of stuff. And I went to the dorm room and I said, dude, this place is a mess. <laughs> I was like, you guys need to clean this up. I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> him and, and Will's room. Yeah, yeah. It was him and Will. And I was like, you guys are gross. <laughs> I was like, clean this up. Like, it was just, there was just stuff all over the he floor. He probably didn't have anything to, no. he's like, uh-huh. Yeah. It was just like everywhere. his room at home. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so from there, you know, we ended up, you know, having a liking to fishing and all that kind of stuff. So we always fished and always did stuff. And obviously he couldn't be on the field at the time. Sure. But sure. Um, he was still doing his rehab from the surgery and all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and that I guess that leads into the story of he was in the training room and I was in there one night and he was you know the lady was massaging his scar out and he goes Zach come here and I was like what he goes dude come feel this and you know he the you know I mean you guys know oh, the scar yeah. it's huge it goes so right it up into his, his groin yeah it was tuck, his shorts were tucked up in there he's like dude come over here like come feel this I was like no dude what are you talking about <laughs> I was like why would I come feel that he's like dude come here I'm like come on and I was like no I was like that's right next to your junk I was like I'm not touching that man and he was like dude come on and so he, 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 he convinced me to do it and I was like I touched it and I was like oh I was like, no way. He's like, it's a rock, huh? And I was like, yeah, that's hard. And he goes, yeah, she's massaging out right now. And I was like, all right, well, I'm done. I, was like, I don't need to feel any more of that. I'm going to go do my knee exercises yeah. and get my rehab done myself. Oh, my God. And uh, it was just funny because he, he, he just kept convincing me. Come on. What's come your problem? Yeah, oh, what's your problem? I was like, dude, I'm not touching there. <laughs> like, sorry. It Typical so Ryan, right? And thank God I you guys were in there by that. himself, by and, yourself. Yeah, and he he convinced me. To, uh, <laughs> I yeah. don't know how. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, that funny. is so. But that scar, and he loved like it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. That scar is. I saw. Crazy. I mean, it's the size of a football. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, and that's what he, I'm sure he and, told you guys that. Yeah. It was. It was. And uh, I, I saw like that was the first time I'd actually seen it. Oh. oh. So I like, I didn't you know we'd been in the training room in and out. But I knew he was in there every day. Yeah. Getting, yeah. you know, the scar tissue out and yeah. all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But that was the first time I'd actually seen it. And I was like, dang. Uh, I'm like, oh and I'm surprised, gosh. actually, because he really wanted everybody to see it. It was like yeah. his badge of honor. Yeah. Have you seen my scar? Yeah. Like, yeah, let me show it to you. <laughs> Were you surprised that someone with that kind of wound was still out there playing baseball? Oh, he, dude, he loved it. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. He was always, he's like, when can I get out there? When can I get out? Yeah. And they wouldn't let him. Yeah. He just wanted to be out there. Yeah. And then once he finally did, like once they let him go out there, he was out there 24-7. Yep. Right. After right. practice, can I get some more ground balls? Like who wants to take more ground balls? Let's yeah. go. Because yeah. he, he had to learn how to refield everything. Yep. Because that yeah. muscle's gone now. Mm -hmm. So yes. now he has to train other muscles to exactly. do what. Mm -hmm. And it was it was crazy. And he was so dedicated and he always wanted to. Like he was the first one there, last one to leave, and yeah. um, wow, that was just to me. That was as an older guy. Obviously, we were somewhat the same age, right? But he had just come into the program at that point, and seeing him being so dedicated and wanting to be the first one there, last one to leave, cleaning up, doing this, doing that, um, it was an eye opener for me. Wow. Um, and it motivated me too. Sure. So sure, he sure, came sure. in as a leader, even though he wasn't Without part of the even team. Being there. Yeah. You know, just yeah. being there, he was a leader. Exactly. And it, uh, you know, it was, it was hard to watch because he wanted to be there so bad, but they, you know, they had limitations for him. Right. Sure. And all he wanted to and do was be normal. He just wanted to be normal. Exactly. Yeah. And I, every time I hung out with him, I treated him normal. Yeah. I, I never went. Oh, you had this going on. Like, yep. be careful, or this or that. It was like, dude, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. do it. Let's go yeah, have yeah. Fun. Be, let's and do that's it. what he loved. That's what he loved. And I didn't but, want to treat him like that. That's right. So let's talk about when you first got there. What were your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> because when he first got here, he was two weeks out of treatment. Mm -hmm. And mind you, that January he was in the hospital, yeah. neutropenic, um, fever. It was bad. It was really bad. So he was two, and he had not been sick yeah. prior to that. So it was like the last one really, really hurt. It, mm -hmm. it was hard. Yeah. And so two weeks after, we packed up, we came. And so he was pasty white, bald head, coming on campus, So and goes right to the baseball team. So what are your first thoughts? You're like... I think it was... I think Skip did a good job of it, because he, he, right away... The very first thing, we were in the Mavpav, and that was the first day because it was super cold. And we yeah, couldn't practice. January. Yeah, we couldn't practice on the field. So, Skip, we were in the Mavpav just hitting, doing drills and stuff. And Skip introduced him to everyone and said, Hey, this is Ryan. Um, you know, he explained the whole story. Gotcha. And obviously, we knew prior 
but for the younger guys that had just come in that didn't really know, um, he, you know, gave the whole speech about what, what Ryan had gone through and all that kind of stuff. And, um, it was great. I think Skip did a really good job. Okay. And everyone Preparing accept- everybody. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, Ryan jumped up and was like, let's get after it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, let's have a good day. Yeah. And like, he, he was just the most charismatic, like just perfect human really. Mm. And That's amazing. he walked into a room, he lit the room up. Right. He could be friends with anyone. Anyone. He didn't have a stranger. No. Nope. Yeah. And that's why he was late to class. And that's why he was yeah. always, it, he it was like it was so to talk easy. to anybody. Right. It was so easy for him just to go up to a stranger and be like, hey, how's your day going? Yeah. yeah. How are you? Yeah. Or hi. What I'm do you Ryan. need? Yeah. Yeah. He always what, say that. Like, what's up? Like, what do you need? Exactly. Was, we can all learn from that. Exactly. Yeah. And I need to be better at that myself. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not, I I'm not like that either. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, That's when you great. look back at it, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and it wasn't, it was, I'm trying to remember, um, you know, we had the kickoff dinner, which is in February. Mm-hmm. He was looking really decent at that. Mm-hmm. You know, his hair was coming in. Yeah. He didn't look like a cancer kid at that time. Yeah. So, it was, you know, it wasn't long after he felt, you know, his coloring was coming back and he was really feeling more, yeah. um, you know, of course he was enjoying being here, probably exactly. more so than, than the average person because he 100%. was living on his own and in college. Got that freedom a yes, little bit. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so he was um, living his best life. And so that was great. And that's all he looked forward to when he was going through treatment is, hey, I got to get this wrapped get up because I want to go to school. Right. Yep. And yep. I want to go um, see my, you know, baseball family. And so that was really good. And, and I told the story a little bit that, you know, once Steve and I dropped him off, he cut ties with Steve and I. He was at the baseball, at it dinners, was everything. Yep. everything. He was yep. all in. This yeah. is college. This is my time. Yep. Yes. Yep. I think that's necessary, though. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, you know, yeah. for, we, we understood that. Exactly. It was just hard for us for, because we'd been with him 24-7 yeah. in the exactly. hospital, you know. And that's a different situation. Totally obviously. different. Totally Completely different Completely different situation. than just dropping off, you know, your kid. Healthy. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, that's 100% different. I know you guys are probably worrying and going crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But hey, he knew. call us right now. Yes. You need to call us at this time, this time. We yeah. need to check in and this and that. But um, I think that was good for him just to be able to oh. be around the guys. Yeah. Yes. Go out. Absolutely. Have a drink. Yeah. Do this. Yes. Do that. Yeah. And it was he was 18, so maybe was, not a yeah, drink. Yeah. No, but, it was fine. Yeah. He did. He, <laughs> but he, we, he chalked the, you know. the, the doctors into letting him have some things. He's yeah. like, seriously, I've been through this. I deserve it. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely exactly. you do. Yeah. You do deserve <laughs> it because mm-hmm. he, he was going through hell. But um, Exactly. Yeah. So you guys like to go fishing, I understand. Yes. <laughs> we got a good fishing story. So <laughs> we went out. Uh, it's called Connected Lakes. Um, we went, you have to pay to get in, uh, and it's these little lakes. There's like three of them connected to each other. They're all separate, but like, they're all right there. And so we pull up, pull the truck up, get all our stuff out. And Ryan, we all walk over. There's this table there, like a bench table thing. Ryan puts all his stuff on there. And so Ryan goes this way, like kind of right in front of the, the bench, I go, like, you know, 30, 40 yards to the left of him. And I think it was Will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Will. Mm-hmm. Will went, like, another 30, 40 yards. I'm not sure if Garrett – I don't know if Garrett was there I thought not. it was Garrett, but Garrett said he wasn't there. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was Garrett, mm. but maybe it was Will. Well, I was, I'm was. i with you. Was I thought it was Garrett, but maybe it was we, Will. We, we know for a fact it was Will. It was Will. It was Will, but so I don't it was know if Will. Garrett was there also. But I don't – it was just three of us. Oh, yeah, okay. then it was so Will. It was, it was then it was Will. Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Will, so Will went like, you know, 50 yards to the left of me. And we're kind of just, you know, going back and forth, finding little spots. And I'm walking down and it's like this tall grass, thick brush to get down to the river or like the little lake. And I step on something and I go, oh, like freaked out. Ryan comes running over. What? Like, do you get a big fish? Like he was trying to help me. He thought I caught like a big bass or something. And I was like, no, dude, I just stepped on a snake. <gasps> and he was like, what? He goes, where is it? I was like, I don't know, dude. I stepped on it and went over here. He dove in the bushes trying to find this thing. Oh, my goodness. And he's like, what was it? I was like, I don't know, dude. I stepped on it, and it just took off. <laughs> he runs over full speed, grabs this thing, and has it by the head. 
He picked it up. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I, I'm I'm terrified of snakes. <laughs> I'm terrified. So I was Do like, me both. I was like, dude, like, get, get away from me. Get away. He's like, dude, just come grab it. And I was like, nope, not gonna happen. And he's just holding it. And I was like, dude, what was it? A little away. gopher snake or something? I don't know what it was. It was I'm I'm assuming it was like gardener snake or gopher yeah. or something okay. like that. Yeah. But I was like, dude, get away from me. Get away. I don't like this I was like, I don't thing. want it. He's taunting you with a snake. Yeah. He's like, dude, just come grab it. He's like, I got it by the head. It's not going to bite you. I was like, no. Not going to happen. Will had no idea what was going on. He was way gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, not going to happen. So then he, you know, he puts it down. And we start walking back. Go to the bench. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. All your and, you know, like there's a and... So there's a trail that people can walk on right next to it. And, you know, people were coming and going and that kind of stuff. But everything was gone. And Ryan looked at me. He's like, did you grab my stuff? I was like, no. I was like, you were just with me. How would I have grabbed your stuff? Um, So we're like, what the hell? Like, what happened? Yeah. Where's it all? Like, it was a lot of fishing gear. (laughs) Yeah. And so we started looking. We're kind of looking around, like, people walking by. And... We call Will over. Hey, what like what's going on? Like, did you grab the stuff? What, like, where is it? He didn't have it. And so it's like a on the other side of like the little walkway trail, it goes down like twenty, thirty feet of just like tall brush and trees and stuff. And then it's the river with rocks and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And Will sees a homeless dude down there with a bunch of fishing gear. So we walk, you know, he beeline down there. So me and Ryan followed, and he starts yelling at him, hey, like, that's our stuff. Like, what are you doing? Like, you stole our stuff. And it was like a 15-minute confrontation. So Ryan was yelling at him? No, Will was. Oh, Will, Will. was yelling at yeah, him. Yeah, Will was, you yelled Will was like, you. dude, I'm going to, like, I'll kill it. Like, I'll beat you right now. Like, what's, <laughs> like, you took our stuff. You took my stuff, yeah. And the guy was just like, he wasn't, like, really responding. He was just kind of, like, sitting there. And then Will, like, started walking at him. He goes, all right, all right. And he dropped it all, and then he just took off. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. So crazy. It was so weird. So crazy. But it, like he just, you know, Ryan left to come help me, and then the dude saw an opportunity and took it. Took it. And then that's it, the craziest did, did Ryan, we, we had heard a story very similar, but Ryan had told the guy, hey, if you wanted to learn how to fish. We'll teach you. We'll teach you. Yeah. You know? he, he said tell, that. He did yeah. say that. He said that to him. He's like, you don't have to steal our stuff. If you want us, like, if you want to come fish with us, like, we have an extra rod. You can come fish with us. We'll help you. That yeah. is so Ryan right there. Yeah. That's just so like Ryan, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't take my stuff. I'll t- show you how to fish or mm-hmm. I'll show you how to hunt. But you don't need to steal something. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was willing to do that, even though the guy had already stolen the stuff. <laughs> yeah. He was willing, like, dude, if you just give it back to us, we'll let you use it. Yeah. We'll help you out. But it probably would have never happened had he not focused on the snake. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, right? And that was funny. my, I was like, oh, and he thought I caught a big fish or something. Yeah. But and he was like, probably stoked it. about the snake. Oh, he was. But the first thing he said when, when he walked over was, your line's not even in the water. Why are you saying, oh? I was like, dude, I stepped on a snake. Like, it was so funny. That is funny. Yeah, and when he was in high school, his, um, his, principal asked him to get gardener snakes so that they would like take oh, really? care of the gophers, the they gophers. Were gopher snakes but gophers. Yeah. Gopher snakes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had a, a thing for <laughs> he snakes did he did love anyways. snakes yeah. yeah he yeah he dove in there yeah so what <laughs> do you funny. remember because he got very limited mm-hmm. batting practice and ground balls and everything else like that always limited mm-hmm. what do you remember most about that what stood out in your mind when when he's out there doing it he well i guess he always he he was always pushing the trainers to let him go. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and the coaches too. Right. Let me do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, no coach wants to say like, dude, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Or no trainer wants to say, no, you can't. Yeah. Um, so that was hard to see. Cause you, you could see how bad he wanted to be out there. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I felt bad. Cause like, I was like, dude, like I'll stay, I'll stay with you and take some extra, extra GBs. Like I'll stay mm-hmm. with you, but they wouldn't let him. And he only had so much mobility at the time with the scar and all that. And so, like, it was hard because I know he wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he just, he yeah, couldn't. It's just hard. And and obviously I know he felt the same way, too, because he didn't move the same as he used to. Right. Sure. Sure. Right. Absolutely. And I know that as an athlete when, you know, nothing compared to what he went through. 
but you know, I had knee problems and this and that. And like, once you realize I can't, I can't do what I used yeah. to do. Right. Sure. It changes. It, it does change. It's like, it's like, I wouldn't say depressing, but it's like, ah, it's frustrating. It's a shot to the heart. Like, yeah. right. I used to be able to do this and I can't now. Now you yeah. have to figure out a workaround. Absolutely. And so, you know, it was, it was hard for me to watch mm-hmm. because I knew how good he like could have been, mm-hmm. but he just wasn't able to do it. Right. Right. Right, right, right. Which was, you know, and it was really sad. Did you ever see him give up? Never. Never. He was always, he always wanted to be the last one there. Yeah. He always wanted more. Another one. Yeah. Another one. Didn't like it. One more. Yeah. One more. One more. One more. Always. always. Some of the best pictures we got from his days here at the college was taking batting practice. Mm -hmm. And just the smile on his face. He was so happy. Grinning from ear to ear. Doing what he loved to do. He was so happy. Like, once he actually got to be able to be in BP and all that kind of stuff, he was always a happy kid, regardless. Mm -hmm. Right. But once he actually was, like, you know, saw his name on BP, ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah. And whether he rolled over five times or popped up five times, He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to do it. Exactly. Exactly. And he was so happy. Okay, so I have um, a question for you. How would you describe Ryan's personality? And then how would you describe him as a a player? As a player, it's tough because I really didn't get to see much of that. Um, But it's definitely a leader. 100% 100% a leader, for sure. Um, always sees the good in everything, mm. I guess you could say. Um, he's always positive. Yeah. Um, never looking back at things, but always looking forward. Mm. I love that. Um, and just, I, I guess the best way to say it is just happy. 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 Always happy. Uh, yes. He, like, he made everyone else happy, too. It wasn't even for himself. He walked in and everyone immediately, what's up, dude? How yes. you doing? Like, right. he just made everyone else happy around him, yeah. whether he was happy or not inside, which I think he was. Yeah. Which well, the happiest people sometimes drown things out. Sure. No way. But yeah. um, I think he was just literally a, the happiest person I've ever met. Mm. He was always energetic, always charismatic, always influential, always a leader. Even though he didn't know he was doing that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah there was little things he did, and people would be like, dang. Yeah. I need to be more like that. Right. Right. Or, right, right. you know, just little things And do you feel like, like the team accepted him? 100%. Like, right away? Or did it take him Mm-mm. to earn that? He didn't have to earn it. Wow. We knew right away. Wow. Everyone did. So, did you, were you part of the challengers? Did you go on the... I was not you, able to go. You weren't able to go. I tried to. Yeah. But there was no other people left gotcha. for me to be a buddy for. Gotcha. But but you remember the story then when he came back, he wasn't feeling good mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. And he went to the doctor. Went to the doctor. What was your reaction when you heard that Ryan had been hospitalized again? Um, So Garrett had told me that he had been sick for like a month and and i had also talked to ryan about it too he's like dude i can't shake this cold like i don't know what's going on and then garrett told me yeah he's back in the hospital and i said what do you mean like for what and he goes yeah they said his white blood cell count was super low that's why he couldn't shake the cold so they sent him back to the hospital so at that point i was like dang i was like that's not good and then, um, what, a couple of weeks later? Well, it wasn't even a couple of weeks. No. It was the next matter of days. days. Yeah, it was a couple of days, days later. Yeah. <clears throat> we had the, the series at home, and it was the day before the series, and Skip texted everyone at, like, 1030 at night, everyone to the clubhouse right now. And I was like, shit. And I guess this was past... I guess I went a little ahead of myself. That's okay. That's okay. Um, you can go ahead. This was the night that he had passed, mm. so that was long before. That was long before. Yeah. So when I found out about that, yeah, I was. I, I knew he had been flown to UCLA and all that. But and you were part of the meeting that he called right. mm-hmm. 
went before he got on the airplane. Yes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So there was, what, 45 kids? Mm-hmm. Would you venture to say that everybody on the team was there? Cause I'm I almost don't... 100% positive everyone was there. Because. Yeah, I think so, too. That room was full. It was packed. And then we were all in there, and then he told all of us to leave, which yeah. was all of the adults, the coaches, and it was just players. Yeah, when we, oh, you're talking about when we were at the hospital. Yeah. At the hospital. Yes, yes everyone was there. Yeah. Everyone was there. there I, was... I remember I, was, I, I still have it. If I had my phone, I could look at it. It'd take me a while. But I have it, a picture of it on my phone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I actually posted it on Instagram, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was. And I'm right next to him. You're yeah. right and next to him. And that was, yeah, that was, that that day sucked. Um, but we have no idea what you guys all talked about. And we don't want to know. We're and not we asking don't? you to. Yeah, I remember he asked everyone to leave the room. Yeah. Every, all of the, all the adults. Because what was said was between him and his and brothers. Us. Yeah. And, and a was, true brotherhood was formed that day. It was crazy. And yeah. no one. And he was so strong. Yeah. He he literally was in that in the wheelchair and he you know he said his piece and he said this is what I have to go do. I'm gonna beat the hell out of this, and I'll be back here shortly. Yeah. Yep. And that's what he said. Yeah. Obviously, there was more to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there was just in our perspective of it, there was just no. There was there was not a dry eye. People were bonded in this moment that honestly y'all shouldn't have had to go through really it was just a moment that um made you guys so much stronger and built so much character i was just i was glad that we were able to go see him though yeah, yeah. Oh. that was it because, and they allowed well, them to do that's what i mean the hospital allowed it but, but ryan made sure he, he made told sure. it, he goes i'm not leaving here till i see my boys yeah i mean he that's made a I mean. big deal about it because I remember I got like, you know, skip text and said, Hey, if you guys aren't in class, if you guys aren't doing this, like you need to come over here. And I didn't even see the text. JJ told me, um, he said, yo, like we're going over to the hospital right now. And I go, what? Like what happened? He goes, Ryan's there. Like he wants to see us. He's, he's leaving like today. Yeah. And I was like, okay. We had the helicopter on the pad yeah, for like two there. hours. It was sitting there. Yeah, waiting for everybody because he wasn't leaving until yeah. he got to see everybody. And so it was, uh, it was awesome that we got to see him. Unfortunately, that was the last time. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I was happy that I was able to yeah. at least see him, give him a hug. Yeah. And, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just tell him I loved him and that kind of stuff. Cause so you I, did tell him. Yes. Oh, that's, he that's didn't. Amazing. That's amazing. Cause he told so many guys, "I love you," and he didn't. They wouldn't tell him back. And he was like, "No, no, no, I want." You. And I just feel like that was super special because he was just that kind of guy. He that's was just that, and and it didn't matter. He didn't. Care. He didn't. Was t- he wasn't too macho to to say it to there's you. There's no need to be exactly. Yeah. And that was that was what was so special yeah, about no him. Need to be. He made it cool. He made it cool. He made it really. So you kind of alluded to this earlier, but fast forward now, now it's March 4th. Mm-hmm. You get the text from Skip, everybody yep. to the clubhouse right now. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock at night. You guys don't have a clue what's going on. I, Walk us through that. So I, we got the text. It was like 1030 the night before the game the next day. I kind of knew. I had a feeling mm. that that was what it was because we don't have 1030 meetings. Um, so I got the text and JJ's right next to my room and I walked in and I said, Hey, do you, do you see the text? And he was just like, yeah, I saw it, dude. We all kind of knew. And we were just like, dang, no way. And, you know, so we lived right next to the clubhouse. So we just walked down there once everyone funneled in. You know, Skip, you know, said what had happened and all that. And it was just dead silent. Mm -hmm. The whole room, dead silent. For about an hour. Um, I think Garrett talked for a little bit. But everyone was crying. It was just, it just wasn't a good time. And at that point, you know, after, you know, it was probably 11.30 ish 12 people started to kind of funnel out and there was like five or six of us that stayed um me jj garrett will i think Drews was still in there um 
And we're all just staring at the floor. Just like. In disbelief. Yeah. Like what, what just happened? And so we all, you know, kind of got together, like, you know, picked each other up, that kind of stuff. Like, let's go. Like, we got a game tomorrow. Let's, you know, let's play tomorrow for him. Well, we walk out of the clubhouse, and there's half the team out there taking a BP for him. (laughs) They're all hitting BP. They turn the lights on, and they're all taking hacks. At midnight. Midnight. And we have a game at 2 o'clock. And they're all out there taking BP. And so we walked out. We're like, what the hell is going on? What what is this? And uh, so we go out there. And somehow, I guess some of the softball girls found out. I'm not sure how, if someone texted them or what. We know how word of mouth works Mm. and, and texting and everything else. And they brought a bunch of flowers. So we finished doing the BP. They brought all the flowers. They put them at third base. And then we formed like a huge circle. And everyone was just holding hands. And we just did like a little prayer. And uh, people, you know, individually kind of went down, said what they wanted to say. And uh, it was a, I don't think there's anything that you can like compare it to. It was a, it was super sweet that the fact that they they found out and reached out to us. Like, they were just sitting in the bleachers with flowers waiting until we were done doing what we were doing. And then they came out and put the flowers down. And the next day at BP, they were still there. And no one took ground balls at third base. No one. And uh, you guys played Colorado Christian mm-hmm. that day. Yeah, so that day, the next day... Um, that was tough for me because normally we, we all go out to the field, you know, you have your, your middle infielders right behind second pitcher catcher Mm -hmm. right here, outfielders out there. That day we didn't do it. We laid Ryan's Jersey out. We left the, the empty space right there, uh, on the line. And that was super emotional. And then. For me, I remember I ran from that line, and no, one, I knew no one was going to be at third, and his jersey was there, so I ran by, and I just tapped his jersey twice, and I went to short. And then the whole time, you know, first baseman's throwing out ground balls and stuff, I just kept looking over, like, this isn't real. And, um, yeah, it was really tough. Um, at, at one point I said, I don't want any more ground balls. And I was just looking over there because I know he wasn't there. Yeah. And that was the day that I started writing 17 right to my left. So every time I'd go back to short, right before the game started, I wrote 17 in the dirt next to me. Wow. And even if it was turf, just for my sake. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 1-7. Sure. And um, that, that was just something, you know, that was a super emotional day and you know, they did the first pitch without anyone out there, too. Right. And hit that being right next to me, um, it was really hard. Yeah. But. Well, and after yeah. the first pitch, they, what what happened after that? That's so when Garrett came out. Garrett came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he put the jersey on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, and I went over and gave him a hug. And it, it was just a. Super emotional day. Yeah, but they were super day. respectful too, because I don't think yeah, that they, they even they, tried to do anything with mm-mm. that one pitch. Mm-mm. Which was they were they understood the situation. They knew what was going on. Yeah, 
which is respect. I just think that's mm-hmm. amazing. That's the whole thing was amazing. It was, su- it was super nice by them. It yeah, was a class yeah. Act. I think that was very classy. And um, um, yeah, yeah was, that was wow. Even even when I played pro ball, I still wrote the one seven. And yeah, I know he, he left had an impact. An impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it was you, Bly, when, yeah. when all you guys got to the bigs were always sporting your wristband or oh, anything to do with 17 strong. And we're so appreciative of that. Yeah. yeah. We, we probably need to talk about the tattoos. Oh yeah. The tattoo story. I'd, I'd love okay. to hear the tattoos. Well, I got, yeah. I got it right here. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Sandy, when was this, when was the time frame? do you think? Um, I think it was really shortly after. Okay. Um, Sandy had texted in the, like, we had like a group chat. Sandy had texted in there and said, hey, I have a tattoo lady. She used to work at a shop, but now she does it from home because she doesn't like drunk people coming in here and getting dumb tattoos. Mm. So she works from home. She has clients, this and that. If any of you guys want to get a tattoo, she opened up her whole day for us to get tattoos because she knows what's going on. Oh. And um, so literally there was, it was about half the team, over half the team, all showed up. And everyone just kind of picked whatever they wanted. Some guys did the, uh, like, actual, like, 17 strong, 17 strong. the numerals, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. We've seen um, a variety, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And everyone did their own thing. Sure. Um, but she just hand drew it right there. They're amazing. She was like, what do you want? And they'd say, oh, like oh, Roman numerals of this and this and this. And she would just draw it and she'd be like, does this look good? Oh, gosh. Put it on, stencil it, and then put it on. And so, yeah, we literally just showed up at her house. And she probably did 30, around 30 that 30. day. Wow. 30 people that day. And she said, it's all free. Like, we don't want money. Like, oh, whoa. She's like, I don't goodness. want any money. Like, th- Like, this is for you guys. I want you guys That's to. That's crazy. Like, so Sandy has one too. Mm-hmm. Sandy has one. Yes. And well, there's a lot of guys that do. They I do. They were yeah, posted all over social media. Yeah. There's about thirty of us. Yeah. There, there is amazing. Um, and so yeah, we. I got there like right when everyone showed up, and she kind of asked everyone like as a group like, "Oh, what do you want? What do you want?" And so she kind of drew out multiple different things. Oh, okay. And then me and JJ wanted the one that I got. Okay. And she's like, I'm going to have to do you guys last because I'm going to have to shade some color in there and this and that. The other guys are just like numerals and stuff like that. Sure. Those are easy. She's okay. like, I could do those quick. Um, oh, my gosh. So I sat there for like six hours. Me and JJ six were just hanging out. Hours. Sitting there. Of, of waiting. Wow. 17 then, strong or whatever. Now, my question to you, too, because it does have. Did Ryan ever talk to you about 17 strong? No. Never. He never. never. He never made anything you know, about him. He you never. know he started that nonprofit in 2016, but we just were never able to do anything because he got rediagnosed, yeah. and and so the, all the paperwork was done. And I have not know. I don't know anyone that he said it to. Never said anything. So wow. you learned about it afterwards. After the fact, yeah. After the fact, and what were your first initial thoughts? What seventeen strong? I. Well, at first I was like, "What? It, like, I don't know what it is. Like, what is it? Right. And, um, you know, once I kind of found out what it was about and what it was, that's what we break down to now. Yes. To this day. To this still. day. Right. Yeah. It's still yeah. right here, 17 strong. Yeah. That's and amazing. And that's what it is. And, um, yeah, I had no idea. He yeah. Never, he never said anything. I thought for sure he'd say something to somebody here because mm-hmm. at home – he always he just didn't want it to be about him, and I'm like, it's not about you. It's about others because now I've yeah. I'm in with you know two feet, and I know that he is changing lives so 100%. much today. Yeah. Like it it is a legacy that I just had no idea about, and it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. that I get to be a part of this amazing yeah. organization that he started. He started it, which that's what I mean. At, at that age, <laughs> it blows to my... be able to like have like. The foresight, like, I, I the idea. Thought, yeah. I would have never. never thought of right. doing something like that. Never, myself. ever, ever. Even if Which you is were crazy. denied. You know, but now there's such a need out there. It's that, insane. That we get to do. And that's yeah. why I'm like, he left us a, a purpose for a lifetime of yeah. purpose to, through 17 Strong. But it's, he never mentioned it to anybody. Nobody. No. That's I mean, what's so amazing. I never heard about it until after. After. 
Okay. So, so Zach, I want to touch on something because you had tragedy strike twice for you. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? This is after Ryan's passing, of course. Yeah. So, um, my brother ended up passing away, um, from overdose. Um, he had got mixed in with the wrong people. He was sober for nine months. Um, he was at work. He was eating lunch. He did construction. So the company he worked for was, um, they built skate parks mm. in like underprivileged areas so that that was something the kids could do instead of going out and gangbanging or doing drugs or this or that. Um, so he was on the job building a skate park, went to lunch and OSHA showed up. He'd have his helmet on while he was eating lunch. So they kicked him off the job site that day. And he got in the dude's face, yelled at him, I'm eating lunch, like whatever. And then the dude fired him on the spot. So, you know, and he's got, he has a temper for sure. <laughs> he's a crazy dude. Um, but so, yeah, I guess um, he went, found some bum underneath a um, bridge, asked him to use with them um and it had fentanyl in it oh man and um i was in florida at the time playing for the orioles and um yeah i guess they didn't what i was told was they didn't find them for two days and so my dad He's an undercover investigator, so he drove out to Texas. Who's in Texas? Who's in Texas? Okay. Um, so he drove out there to identify him, and um, it was my brother. And so they didn't tell me for three days. Mm. Wow. Because they didn't want me, you know, they didn't know how I would react. And then... Two days before that, I had just blown out my knee, mm. so I was done for the season. So they didn't know what I was going to do, Yeah. unfortunately. Mm. So they didn't tell me. They didn't tell you. They told everyone I knew. They told the head coach. They told um, my roommates, oh, gosh. keep an eye on him. We're going to call him tonight. Make sure he doesn't do anything stupid, yeah. pretty much is what they were saying. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got that call, and... I just didn't know how to react. Yeah. Um, it's just tough. I mean, you go through things in life, and that's just, it's part of life. It, yeah. Things happen. You don't wish them to happen. No. You don't want them to happen. But unfortunately, that's part of it. And what was your reaction when you when you were told? Um. Initially, I was just stagnant, like. Mm. in shock really mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i didn't really know how to feel i guess i hadn't taken it in yet yeah it's a process you have to process it all and you know about 15 20 minutes went by and then i got off the phone with my dad and three or four of my buddies from the orioles came in mm -hmm. they brought in beer said yep. yo like we're not going out tonight it was our off day like, off we're day. not going out tonight we're gonna chill in the hotel room Mm. We'll have some beers with you, hang out, and we'll just take it, you know, as it is. And I I don't think it really processed for me until I got on the plane to go back home. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and my head coach there was super great. Good. He said, whenever you need to go, let me know. I'll call this person. They'll get a flight for you. You're out of here. Yeah. And then whenever you want to come back, just give me a call. I'll have a flight set up for you. Oh wow! Wow. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think it really. I. I, I just. I guess I didn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. Until Denial. I finally got home. Sure. Yeah. Um. Once I was on the plane, then you know your mind starts racing a little bit. Sure. Um, I just I didn't believe it until I actually got home, and once I saw my parents, and then see, like seeing them cry. Oh yeah. That was when I was like, like this yeah. is real. That's yeah. real. Yeah. It's devastating. Um, yeah. 
So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, we've done a lot for him. Yeah. There's a skate park in his name. That's awesome. Um, That's amazing. That's awesome. Was that in Southern California? Where is that? It's in Lake Elsinore. Lake Mm. Elsinore. And they put his ashes in the concrete, so it's inside of. That's amazing. And then we did a whole trip up the coast of, uh, he was in Oregon a lot. So we went to a bunch of different skate parks and, like, scattered ashes Mm. and this kind of stuff. amazing. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. You know, it's been good. Yeah, it's always tough. Sure. I always think about them. Yeah. Do you but feel like it it changed your um, perspective of life a little 100%. bit? 100%. Yeah. Like it, does, it, it shows you, you that value it's a little that, bit more? Like, it shows you how quick it can be gone. Yeah. 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 Like, even just driving home. Yep. It could be gone. Yeah. Yep. yeah you yeah, don't yeah. know. You don't know. And you um, just appreciate things so much more. I do. I you really can. do. It's. As and I know far, you've it, had some struggles with health right now. So yeah, you it, really appreciate And that's, that's what I mean. It's scary, too. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I think it makes you appreciate people more. Mm-hmm. Sure. Whether it's a friendship, a girlfriend, this, that, whatever. Family. You know, mom and dad. Family, yeah, whatever. friends. It, it makes you appreciate it more. Absolutely. Yeah. Because. Tomorrow, is you might guaranteed? get a call. We're not. We're not. Tomorrow is we're not, not guaranteed. Guaranteed anything. Exactly. Nope. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's, it's, it's scary, for sure. Yeah. Hundred yep. percent. It's scary. Yeah. But you also need to live your life and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been trying to do, especially with what I've been, my health stuff going on. Right. I'm just trying to enjoy life and absolutely. and do and give back and what I need what, to do. Absolutely. Right. And we just are firm believers in living one day at a time. Exactly. Because right. you just don't know. If you wake up the next day, it's a great day. It's a great day. It's a a great day, and we're good. Um, I also want to go one more place, too. Um, When you guys came out for the service, what were I know what my feelings were, and they were all over the place, but to line that up and to make it happen because the president allowed you guys to drive to the team because mm-hmm. you guys were able to drive, take the, take the bus, come to the property, um, experience that. Yeah. Um, could you walk through that a little bit? Tell pulling me in, pulling in in the bus. I was like, dang, this place is crazy. Like, you got to live there. What? And I was like, what a there. nice place. Yeah. It's a beautiful like, place. Look at all these houses, like everything. I was like, this is insane. And then once we got out of the bus and we walked into the barn, that was when it got really emotional. Mm-hmm. Seeing everything. And obviously just taking in the moment um, of of how amazing the place was and understanding that he wasn't there also. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing all the, the shrines and everything of him and pictures and all that mm. kind of stuff was super sad. So I left to go get some air and just kind of to walk around and look out. And and then J.J. followed me, too, because he couldn't do it either. Right. Yeah. And I think multiple guys did that. Yeah. I'm not 100%. I was kind of in my own headspace at Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'd let all you guys know this isn't for everybody. Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. And it was... It was amazing that we were able to get there and do that. Um, just because, you know, and the hospitality was great. And everyone had, you know, in the worst of time, we had, a you know, a great experience yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was still tough to do, for sure. sure. But um, I think everyone there, you know, enjoyed what we got to do there hmm. to be able to see where he came from and be able to see where he grew up and mm-hmm. this, all the little things like that and, and it meant the world to us exactly and, and we and, wanted to be there and, for and you we guys. told the coaches that and that's a comment that we get all the time is you know just seeing the team lined up at the high school you know when ryan's casket was moved down the, the that grass, was an amazing experience too that was just so moving you know S- standing there during that was incredible yeah i still get comments to this day like how did they? I said I don't know. They I don't even know how, because it took. There was times where we didn't think that was going to happen because there was all these logistics that had to happen yeah. for the bus to get there, and you know, so there was a period of time that you guys weren't going to be able to go. But for you guys to do that, 
made such an impact on just not only Steve and I and our family, but the community. Just, yeah. yeah. The community. It was amazing. It was. And like yeah. just, just being able to be there. Yeah. And stand there. And obviously it was emotional. Yeah. So emotional. But just being able to like stand there and, and be a part of it. And you could was see amazing. that how many people that he touched in just his 20 years of exactly. life. Like, it, was, it was crazy. There was. There, there was so many people there. So many. Well, we've been told, I don't know if. It's accurate, but three thousand people. Over three thousand. Yeah, it was yeah. it, it was 3, so packed. Three thousand people. Were, were and like I, I even was like, like I was standing there and I was like, look at all these people. Yeah. I was like, what, like what am I doing standing That's in the right. front right here? Why, like these but people? But that was so interesting though because there were so many things, like I said, that went into it because we were wanting to do it on the property, yeah. and Steve's like, Holly, you have to come to grips. This is it's not. We can't logistically get that many cars in here yeah and so anyway it was just it's it's it was awesome great to but on the flip side it i don't want to say it propelled you but you guys took ryan's spirit with you into an incredible season yes um, did. where you guys went on to play for a title for the championship um came in third place but it yep. was still a remarkable run it was insane um and you guys were an incredible team and still are incredible human beings Absolutely. that we're, we're still very close to, to this day. Yes. So yeah, it was, I remember seeing you guys after the game and you guys gave us a speech and I remember giving you guys both a hug and it was, yeah. that was a, a bummer of a day. Yeah. Losing one to zero. Yeah. But you know, we, we had, you know, Ryan in our hearts and that's, that was, it happened to be 2017 too, yeah. of yep. course. 2017. And, that was, you know, that was just the blessing of it. Yeah. Was yep. getting to do that. Yeah. Yep. And we believe that too. We do yep. believe that. It was it was just amazing yep. year and um to be able to bond with all of you guys mm -hmm. that just means so much to me personally because yeah. you know, not having Ryan but be able to see what you guys are doing throughout life, it just it makes it, it just it yeah. does something to my heart. So yep. it's great. I can't I can't thank you guys enough just to be in part of it. Be part of your family. Yeah. So Forever. family. So. We love your mom and dad. We, we had do. the opportunity to have break bread with them in yes, Southern California. Fun. And yeah. we're due to see them again. Yeah. But Zach, thank you for Absolutely. Thank taking you. time out of coaching today and, and your busy schedule to be here with us and Absolutely. for all that you do to help spread the word about 17 yes, Strong. Thank I always you. will. Thank, thank, you. thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. So with that, we'll wrap up another 17 yes. Strong podcast. And thank you to our studio engineer. Yes. And uh, Theo. Theo Smith and yeah. our and Nate Hand is back home going to put all this together for us so yeah. remember attitude is everything everything you've been listening to 17 strong victories don't come by accident to be part of the show make a donation or request more information go to 17strong.org that's s-e-v-e-n-t-e-e-n strong.org